0: And
1: rounding out our week, News Digest getting some analysis on some of the major domestic issues over the past week. Joining us on the line, once again, our good friend, research fellow at Asan Institute for Policy Studies, Dr. Kim ji un Hello.
0: Hello, Henry.
1: Good evening to you. We got a lot to talk about Um Let's first start with the uh, Ministry of Education official or former official, Na hyang uh, making some rather disparaging comments about all of us, I suppose, right? Mm-hmm. Since we're all 99%. Maybe you were one of the 1%, Dr. Kim. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> but <talking about. laughs> We were all dogs and pigs. He He claimed he was drunk. It was kind of off the cuff to reporters. This was not a situation that he was going to ever be able to survive, right?
0: Uh, No, you know, actually, when I first thought uh, he was simply just talking about the movie, because it's a really famous line from the movie, you know, the insiders. Mm. But uh, once I found out that uh, he really meant it, that's really frustrating and almost surreal and sad. But what I meant by surreal is the daring remarks in front of the journalist, but not his thought itself, because you know, in fact, I met some people who actually think that some people are better than others, yeah. but simply cannot really say it out loud because, it's, you know, they should be politically correct. Um, and I think it just implies a serious emotional and social gap between the public and high-ranking public servants of Korea, and that's the typical problem of the society. And Mr. Na probably um, he never dreamed about becoming those dogs and pigs and his kids and they are living in a different league and, you know, it has nothing to do with this class and because he's graduated to school and passed a yeah. high official exam and on his passport a higher position. But unfortunately, I think that is a widely spread sense, which is shared by those, you know, so-called yeah. high-ranking officials and or high-class people of this society. And that really makes me sad
1: it was sad and yeah. I had some, t- to cheer me up, I actually spent some time this week going to the Ministry of Education's Facebook page and every mm-hmm. single announcement or posting, you would have hundreds of people just writing and saying, hello, I am a dog and pig or like um, <laughs> why don't you send Na back to Masan so he can raise dogs and pigs. <laughs> and it was just, I mean, people were making fun of that but obviously yeah. as you say, uh, people were angered, people were also sad um mm-hmm. you suspect that people who are officials and maybe considered elites uh, have that kind of uh, opinion of people who are not in that class and you think that that is what they think inside but when they actually say it out loud even though they were maybe in a drunken state right. it does make you feel okay well then the entire government just must think of us as these idiots
0: Right, exactly. So that's what really makes me sad, and what this government is doing. I mean, this is the timing that they have to work really hard to, you know, make uh, get the trust up back from the people. But then they are just digging deeper, basically. Right. And that is a really um, deep, deeply rooted kind of, um, I think, a tradition of South Korean society because you know we have a long history of you know those public servants always and you know, those who pass a high exam and have a really tremendous respect for them because of that. And this is the people with probably the smallest group of people of this whole population um uh, and then i sometimes encountered a really strong elitism uh of the those people in the uh public uh, public servant group and also other groups to business group and that really makes uh think about this society twice That is is this yeah. society is going in the right direction and that is probably the point that a lot of people got said and also you know you know as we all thought like mm. hell <laughs> uh this is not really going
1: right no and so the government's to blame which kind of kind of associates with the ruling centry party mm-hmm. you would think then the main opposition party could exploit this or capitalize on it. but let's turn to the minju party of Korea because they had their own little problem that you kind of think right. oh these elitists and using these kind of special um, privileges to kind of uh, waste our taxpayer money. Uh, talk about the uh, case of So Yo mm-hmm. uh, right. a, uh a National assembly parliamentarian abusing the office, apparently hiring her own daughter as an intern pocketing that uh, salary she has now decided to leave the party uh, she says for the good of the, uh, the party uh, give us your thoughts on this issue
0: well half of it probably for the good of the party but uh, <laughs> she just decided to uh, announce that she's going to leave the party just one day before the ethics committee tribunal uh so that's why a lot of people are saying oh well this is kind of a calculated move because um you know, If Ms. Ha quit the party before the ethics uh, tribunal began, the process, then she can still return to the party before uh, the, the her term, uh, like a four-year term, ends, if the party allows it and if she wants it. But once the party starts uh, the process, and then in the middle of that, if she quits the party or leave the party, then she is not uh, able to come back to the party, which means for the next five years. Which means that she cannot get the nomination from the party for the next national assembly election, so maybe she regrets what she has done um really sincerely, but maybe she was also thinking, well, you know, save the time and you know just spend some two or three years outside the party and make a back for the nomination before the national assembly election begins in two thousand and twenty. So well in the death about the time may not many people will remember that. So maybe she's trying to come back to the party that time and kind of recalculating that timeline.
1: Yeah. And if people forget already, then you kind of get cynical again as to whether there will be lasting change. It's amazing because you would think that the ruling party would be screaming and yelling and how corrupt the uh, MPK is with this kind of a lawmaker. But there hasn't been that big of an uproar. And the interesting thing is about 30 aides have quietly quit their jobs here. This seems like it's a pretty bipartisan issue, right? It's not just one party that's uh, involved with this.
0: Yeah, it's not just the one party and the Senate party. Is actually, they, they speak for themselves. Actually, um, but you know what's really uh, saddens me is it's not just the national assembly. Actually, yeah, you know this kind of nepotism has been there for a long time. It's very prevalent over all the society. And uh, you, I'm not really sure if you remember that, but uh, under the present Imungba's administration, I remember it's 2010. Foreign Minister uh, Yu Myung hwan Oh yes, he had to much. resign. The for, daughter. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, special recruitment for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, which is a really prestigious ministry. Uh, so, this is more of a social problem. So, unless the society is changing to look over this kind of act and behavior, I think the Miss House case is just a un- really unlucky happening for those people.
1: Yeah, and as you say, uh, not a lot of change. Maybe the leadership will have to change. But speaking of leadership, let's talk about the ruling Kennedy Party. Their leadership race is heating up. Now we have some two uh, strong candidates Mm -hmm. on the uh, pro park side. I suppose the godfather. Of the uh, the <laughs> pro-park coalition, right? The Big young, as they call him. Uh, Seo cheung He is going to be leading that faction. And he is going to go up against Na won the, um, mm-hmm. I guess, non-pro-park uh, candidate. Uh, how do you see this race shaping up? Well,
0: they have not declared yet yeah. to run. But everybody suspect they probably run. Uh, I mean, there are already so many candidates. I mean, you just name it Mr. Lee Ju-young, Lee Young hyun Kim Yong-tae, and, well, Tong byung gu and Han sung gyo And I heard that Joo Ho-young is also um, thinking about declaring the, to run uh, the race. Um, well, I mean, if such Chung-won decides to run, then non pro faction would probably try to unify the ticket and miss neither probably the one uh, who is a very possible candidate to match up against him and i mean even though they didn't really mention anything about it but there are still there already it's probably opinion poll who is more competitive and miss Snow or mr so um, but i'm not really sure about whether or not the other candidates let this two-way race happen uh, particularly from the pro and there should be a lot of resistance but if mr so runs uh, I probably miss now to run, because mm. if you go run against him and win over him, it's such a big and huge prize. All and right. probably upgrade her political career once again. Uh, Mr. Case, uh, he, uh in order to run, I think he needs a guarantee that he's going to be elected. I mean, number one, he probably more advantages. But if the non-Propoc faction, uh, they mobilize and then try to run against him at uh, the unified ticket, then you never really know. I think they're just kind of, um, you know, waiting for each other's reaction first.
1: And final question, just briefly. uh, The political parties, the major announcement, the agreement to deploy THAAD here on South Korean soil. Um, We know the People's Party has taken the strongest stance. Uh, The Minju Party, uh, their leadership, and a lot of their members are sort of at disagreement as to how they feel about this. Uh, do you think that there will be some political element where the national assembly needs to be consulted on this? The government is saying now there is no approval needed, right?
0: No. And you know what? I think is, this is a close consultation with the national assembly and uh, the government, but there should be the consultation with uh, the constituent mm. to persuade them. And those who are going to live in the area where the thought is going to be deployed. And, you know, um the president part she uh, had an I, I think an NSC meeting uh Thursday and then she was talking about bot deployment and she said, Well, we have to finish the, the code unnecessary unquote disputes over thought. And she warned that um that well if the parties in continue to clash then the um the people's safety may be in danger and also in the case of war and then the Republic of Korea will cease to exist. That, that, I think, is a huge threat. And I don't really think it's the attitude for any consultation from the government. And <laughs> after she left for us a meeting and stayed visited to Mongolia. She's not there. So I don't know what kind of, the, how effective any meeting, even though it happens, how effective it will be.
1: Well, we know that dispute will linger on. Um, Dr. Kim, as always, thank you so much. Have a great weekend.
0: You too, you.
1: Well, speaking of that, uh, we're going to get some analysis and we're very pleased to have joining us Dr. Kim's colleague at Asan Institute for Policy Studies, Senior Research Fellow, Dr. Pong Young-sik. Hello. Hello. Dr. Pong. thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, We've talked about that uh, quite a bit earlier this week as well. But uh, what do you think are some of the countermeasures uh, North Korea will devise to try and limit the impact of the deployment?
2: well i think initially north korea will try to uh, divide and conquer uh, south korean public as dr kim mentioned in her interview uh, this is a very extremely volatile and sensitive political issue in south korea especially when you consider that national assembly uh, is not really comfortably uh, dominated by the conservative party so uh, regardless of how the blue house the president's office and the, Ministry of National Defense would like to spin. Um, the, there will be a significant uh, protest and opposition, uh, resistance by the public, especially the residents in uh, the site of the uh, scheduled uh, start to be deployed, Songju in the Gyeongsang uh, area, and the uh, general, you know, civil society. So, um, North Korea will try to uh, exploit that uh, political sensitivity and opposition.
1: Right. And uh, although the allies are saying that this is, of course, 100 percent directed towards North Korea, China has become very upset uh, in regards to the decision. Uh, does this now sort of separate China from these ongoing multilateral efforts to rein in North Korea's nuclear weapons program is that now off the table as far as uh, China being cooperative in the sanctions regime do you think there is room for Washington and Beijing to find some kind of cooperative path forward
2: well I, I will not rule out any possibility of Beijing and Washington to come back to the negotiation table and forge cooperation um, but uh, there is a something called uh, the security, security dilemma in international pol- politics theory that one country's measure for self-defense will be regarded by other countries as a potential threat to its own national defense. So uh, defensive measure may trigger arms race, um, despite the uh, you know, good and benign intention of one party. So from the standpoint of China, you cannot really rule out the, uh, the future uh, down the road that the measures uh, installed for the uh, purely for the purpose of dealing with North Korea's missile and nuclear threats may be e- may be evolving in a very formidable uh, shield uh, that goes against the nuclear posture of China in the future and you mentioned that the North Korea will take some additional measures to counter with the uh, scheduled deployment of THAAD system in South Korea, then it, what if uh, North Korea de- develops and uh, succeeds in, in a submarine-launched missile mm-hmm. system? Then uh, U.S. and South Korea should improve its own you know, missile defense system, the THAAD system. And then the range of radar and uh, uh, potence, potency of the THAAD mm-hmm. will be uh, upgraded to uh, be enough to deal with. You know China's own nuclear posture. So, uh, from the standpoint of China, you cannot really uh, give a full trust in the uh, explanation rendered by South Korean government.
1: Right. I think this is kind of a silly question, but um, China and Russia and how they view North Korea now—ostensibly, uh, they're already allies and we know china's very upset about that russia was very much upset about the missile defense shield in eastern europe uh, back in the george w bush administration but b- b- being that these two countries might be upset about Thad, does that change their calculations towards how they treat or deal with north korea
2: i think so at least for a while china and russia will uh, try to put additional pressure on south korea about its decision with regard to the start deployment by not doing as much as they promised to or they uh, are capable of to see how South Korea would respond to the pressure.
1: Can we turn away now to another major event involving China. There was a UN backed tribunal that ruled this past Tuesday, Dr. Bong, that there was no legal basis for China's claims in the South China Sea. China basically flouted that ruling, saying that it would have no bearing on their uh, marital claims and their actions in that region. Um, to China, this is really do you feel um, they're getting attacked by, I mean, do they feel they're getting attacked by both sides? With which issue is more important to them right now? Do you think the South China Sea is a priority?
2: Um, I can't really say that one issue is more urgent or important for China uh, as of now or the other. I guess the China, uh, the Chinese government must be feeling that it is cornered uh, fairly or unfairly uh, by the rest of the world led by the United States. So I'm not sure which issue will be chosen by the Xi Jinping government as the most urgent issue to be addressed and settled. Um, And there is a speculation that the uh, exacerbation of the uh, confrontation between China uh, and the U.S. and the other countries in the uh, South China Sea uh, may negatively affect the situation on the Korean Peninsula uh, with South Korea's decision to introduce the SAT system. Uh, I can see the short-term strain and uh, exacerbation uh, very possible. But at the same time, if both superpowers uh, may want to divert from the all-out collision course, then they may find uh, mutually beneficial to come up with a very comprehensive and creative uh, solutions by putting all, all these issues together in one basket. Mm. Uh, it's kind of linking issues and uh, um, come up with a package deal. Uh, you compromise in one area, and uh, by uh, receiving compromise, the other side in other area. So um, I, I do not really rule out the possibility, however small or remote it may be, that. This might be the uh, the beginning of the improvement of the Sino-US, uh, you know, uh, bilateral relations.
1: Interesting. Interesting point there. Now, for South Korea, we've remarked how they've been remarkably very quiet on the issue of South China Sea. Uh, We know they've been put into a very difficult spot with the THAAD decision, and it was ultimately a a decision that favored the United States. With the South China Sea, are they once again sort of put into that sandwich position? Are they in a very difficult kind of calculated move, or is it really more simpler than that? Um, The
2: situation itself will not... Uh, completely determine South Korea's maneuvering or its own decision uh, between China and the United States so uh, it, it, it is very important what kind of a creative and flexible uh, solution South Korean government the partner administration will make so uh, nothing is predetermined but it is true that South Korea is feeling the heat the uh, possible quote-unquote retaliation uh, by China uh, by the other one report in China then the uh, you know Chinese military promised that uh, citing the old saying that uh, you know we have to put an end to the South Korea's behavior uh, that uh, trying to maximize the economic interest with China while maintaining the security interest with the United States we have to force China to take sides and uh, we're going to treat uh, South Korea According to our old aphorism, that you treat your old friend with a nice wine, mm-hmm. but if you if you uh, have you know uh, uh, you know uh, wolf uh, coming to your house and you have to deal the wolf with the uh, uh, hunting rifle, so right. it'll be a, a mounting you know threat uh, made by China. Whether the Chinese government will be directly involved or not, uh, so South Korea South Korea will be. You know, It'll be a difficult time for the South Korean government and public, at least in the short term.
1: Well, I can tell you all of our listeners would um, definitely want to enjoy a nice uh, glass of wine with you, Dr. Bong. As always, thank you very much for joining us and have a great weekend. Uh, you too.